0: You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. Whether it's headphones, a lounge chair, or even a well-deserved massage. Whatever the Quicksilver purchase, you're the hero. No fighting bad guys, getting in epic car chases, or parachuting out of buildings required. Simple, isn't it? The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
1: At Ferguson, your project is the company's priority. Whether you're building a new home or working on a remodel, the Ferguson team will be there to make sure everything runs smoothly from start to finish. Ferguson Associates are experts in bath, kitchen, and lighting products, and so much more. They can help with product selection, facilitating orders, and delivery coordination. They work with home builders and remodelers, designers, and homeowners to help make every project a success. Get started at Ferguson.com slash build.
0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowstuffWorks.com. Hey and welcome
2: to the podcast. Chuck Bryant's here. I'm here, Josh, so I was, as always, and I'm Josh Clark. So uh, thank you for joining us. Um, how are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm kind of crawling out of my skin a little bit, Chuck. I can tell, and I know why. Yeah, I could I could really go for a smoke, actually. Yep. Uh, I hate to admit it, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm a smoker. I'm a, I'm a big time heavy heavy smoker. Have been doing it for many many years. Uh, that's what gives me this thick lustrous
0: voice. Right. Um, um, made for radio. My yeah. Friend.
2: Yeah. And and as Chuck and most of the other people in the office know. Uh, if I could smoke in my cubicle, I would do so constantly.
0: Right, like it's a nineteen fifties. Exactly. Oh, I wish it was the fifties so bad. Yeah, you I've, would have thrived.
2: Yeah, because not only could I smoke, I could also drink at work as yeah. well, which would be it'd nice. Be great. You know, yeah, yeah, it'd be like a Mad Men, as you've mentioned, you like, right? Great show. So uh, since I can't smoke in my cubicle, uh, I have to pop downstairs, you know, what seven, eight times an hour. Right. Um, which I understand. Uh, people uh in the uh, airline industry have to do as well now um the the uh faa banned the use of um this this smoking cessation drug called uh, varenicline
0: better known as shantix shantix yes
2: yes um i always call it shavix for some reason I, i don't know if you knew that um and and basically if you're an air traffic controller or a pilot um you are doomed to a life as a smoker because at the very least, you can't use varenicline. Uh, reports started trickling in that uh, some people were suffering psychotic breaks. Right. Um, uh, epilepsy
0: seizures. Yeah. I've heard it can make you suicidal, too. Suicidal thoughts. And
2: i got to tell you, that. and, and this, this is linked. It hasn't been proven, obviously. Um, disclaimer, disclaimer. Right. Um, but the uh, the... the the last thing you want in an airline pilot is uh, suicidal tendencies. Yeah, you know because sure. if you're going to go down, you might as well take the whole plane with you. Right. As you know, that's my uh, my worst way to die.
0: Right. Plane crash.
2: So um, everybody in the airline industry that's either controlling planes or driving them is, is not allowed to take Vericline anymore. And um, so they're they're investigating it because it's a, a brand new uh, a class of drugs. It's not like any other drug on the market. Right. And it targets um, these uh, nicotinic receptors, which are like really sensitive on the brain. Uh Um, And they basically amplify other neurotransmitters. So if you are drinking... Um, you know, uh, an alcoholic beverage, right? Uh, the uh, you, you want to smoke, Yep, absolutely, right. The reason why is there's a Kansas State study that just came out that suggests that's because nicotine. You're not so much addicted to the direct effects that nicotine has on uh-huh. you. You're addicted to the accompanying effects it has. It turns up the pleasure that you get, right? Dopamine on, and uh... right, right, which actually provides a a lot of um, foundation for new Ports alive with pleasure ad campaign. Right. I wonder if they knew that back then, or else if they were just shooting in the dark and just happened to
0: hit the target. Well, smoking definitely makes you feel better to a certain degree.
2: Right. It it, it does. We should probably tell everybody how smoking works. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, I've been, I've been Watch, writing, me
2: go. Watch me
0: go. I've been writing a lot about smoking lately, so I've, I've got smoking on the brain for sure. Okay. Well, that's funny because that's where smoking has its effect. Right. The nicotine receptors.
2: Yeah. The, well, the nicotinic receptors, but also um, uh, in a very standard way, uh, what we know about smoking is, is that um, it, it activates what? The the cholinergic yeah.
0: pathways? That's the best way I can say
2: it. I'm yeah. no doctor. Cholinergic. We're yeah. going to go with cholinergic. Sure. Um, if you know the correct pronunciation of this word, keep it to yourself. Um, so so nicotine a- activates this, uh, and it's a pathway that transmits uh, acetyl- acetylcholine, right? which uh, is responsible for the parasympathetic nervous system, which does what, Chuck. The opposite of what? You knew it was going to come to this sooner or later.
0: Fight or flight. It always does. The sympathetic does. system, our favorite thing it's on the Earth.
2: The key to the universe, the theory of everything. So basically, um, this stuff makes you sharper. Right, makes you feel focused, but also calm as well. Uh Right, Uh, so that's that's one effect. The problem is, is that um, when you uh, when you have these pathways damaged, it can lead to uh, Alzheimer's because this stuff is uh, in charge of memory and other cognitive functions. Right, exactly. So smoking. By proxy, could arguably lead to Alzheimer's since it it would overuse these pathways. Same thing goes with dopamine. Right,
0: dopamine uh, is in the reward pathways of your brain, and uh, they reinforce things that help you survive, like uh, you want to eat, you want to sleep. Yeah, that's that's how we learn. behavior right right and basically it just stimulates uh pleasant feelings
2: i'm glad we don't have a a punishment system in our brain i'll bet that would hurt
0: yeah punishment pathway yeah exactly
2: aka catholicism uh, (laughs) yeah exactly i've got that going on mine's highly acute
0: and well developed uh yeah it also increases endorphins and now you know a a little something about endorphins
2: i i I want to tell you about endorphins chuck um basically they're the body's painkiller right natural natural painkiller um and and it, it it's triggered by stress or uh, pain. Also, sex actually triggers a release of endorphins. Right. And um, when you have a rush of them, uh, you you get kind of high. Uh, you get euphoric. This is what's responsible for the runner's high. Yeah. Which I can runners. tell you, as a smoker, I've never achieved. I have no clue what the runner's high feels like. Right. Yeah. Um, I I start to wheeze very very quickly right. before I ever even get close. You have a runner's low. Pretty much, it's yeah. more like a, a runner's like crawl, drag myself across the floor right. kind of thing. Um, but uh, so it's kind of like um, you you get this from what I understand the the uh, endorphins uh, attached to the opiate receptors. Right. So all of a sudden, it's like taking a giant hit a smack it right in the old uh, right in the old left arm, and, yeah. and there you go. The the weird thing is is that uh, endorphin is released uh, in different doses depending on the individual. It's unique to each person. Right. So you and I could bang the same knee, each of our knees on on the the same coffee table with the same force, and you know we get different doses of endorphins sure. released. So I, I I didn't realize that. Apparently that's it's endorphins are one of the few uh, neurotransmitters that happen like that. So basically smoking get you going in all these ways
0: right and you know nicotine we know is is highly addictive substance naturally occurring substance
3: have you heard about the social media platform for kids it's called zigazoo it's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today.
1: Hey everybody, it's time to talk about Squarespace. And in particular, Squarespace's Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system only from Squarespace. It makes it easier than ever for anybody to unlock unbreakable creativity.
0: That's right. That's because you start with a best-in-class website template. Then you customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. You can stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site.
1: Yep, you can use your site to easily sell custom merch through your online store. You can upload, organize, and access all your content from one place with your asset library. And those amazing website templates are all flexible, with designs for every category and use case.
0: That's right. So just go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And When you're ready to launch, use the offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain
2: was Old that tobacco. ever proven? Cuz I got to tell you, the big tobacco guys are telling me that's not really true. Man. Is
0: it true? Those guys are evil incarnate, buddy. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. I've been I've done a lot of smoking research and not only is nicotine really <laughs> addictive, but cigarette companies have gone out of their way to add all sorts of stuff to make it even more addictive. To, uh, to increase that rush of endorphins. It's just, it's unreal, man, when you start reading about this thing. Look, I saw the insider too, but I mean, really? I've got some facts for you. Let's hear them, Chuck. Well, there's 4,000, 4,000 chemicals in a cigarette, mm-hmm. and 599 ingredients in each and every cigarette. So that's value. I mean, how much is a cigarette? It's nothing. <laughs> that's, that's one way to look at it. Okay. Uh, you're getting uh, methane and butane and rocket fuel and ammonia and cadmium. Where else am I going to get this in my daily uh, life? Yeah, right. Okay. You, you don't need that stuff, man. Oh. You no the body problem. doesn't need cadmium? Uh, no, your body doesn't. Your cell phone battery does. I should probably stop taking my cadmium supplements then. Yeah, you should. Gotcha. Uh Here's another smoking stat you might like. Um, a pack-a-day smoker ingests a full cup of tar every year into their uh, lungs. What about a two-pack-a-day smoker? Would that be two cups, two of, cups tar? of tar? Two cups of tar. It's a one-to-one ratio there. Wow. So that's a full cup of tar in your lungs. And one reason, you know, I used to kind of scoff at people who, when the cigarette companies started getting sued. Like, everyone knows they're bad for you. How can you sue the cigarette companies? Sure. I don't feel that way anymore Why not? D- doing this research because... I don't know about you as a smoker, but a lot of smokers, when they wake up, they have a pretty bad cough. Eighty percent of smokers uh, have that first cigarette in the first ten minutes of their day, mm-hmm. and it makes them stop coughing. So throw yourself back to the 1950s before all these Surgeon General's warnings and things. When the Surgeon General was actually smoking. Right, exactly. Uh, you would wake up and cough and feel really bad. You have a cigarette, and it makes you feel better. Yes, yeah, So sure. you, you keep smoking. Right. What's going on there is uh, inside your body, inside your lungs and your bronchial tubes and everything, there are little cilia, little hairs that are like little street sweepers that just kind of swing back and forth and they clean out you know, the bad debris and the particles and they get to work. Smoking uh, kills those guys, numbs them or kills them, so where they stop sweeping. So you collect all the gook down in there. And then when you don't smoke overnight, they wake back up again and start sweeping again. So when you wake up as a smoker... You have all this mucus and uh, and stuff built up, so you want to cough it out. Take that first cigarette, and it kills the cilia again. They stop working. You stop coughing. You think you feel better. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's biology, man. Wow, wow. Here's something else for you. Free. You know what freebase nicotine is? I know what freebasing is. Well, it's it's kind of the same uh, same thing as crack cocaine, honestly. Wow. Uh, basically, it's nicotine that's missing a hydrogen ion. Okay. it's molecular structure it's missing one hydrogen ion mm-hmm. and uh without it it makes uh it turns into a gas easier and if it's turned into a gas easier it goes to your brain quicker and things that go to your brain quicker is quicker to make you addictive it hits your brain faster quicker reaction same as crack cocaine it's quicker reaction it gets you high quicker
2: gotcha so it's missing a, a hydrogen ion yep or is and, it uh, still packed with cadmium
0: Oh yeah, there's still the cadmium. Uh, so what they found out is a lot of these major brands of cigarettes um, have like ten to twenty times the amount of freebase nicotine that they thought. So wow. they're doing this on purpose. Wow! Not only that, they put it in the first, uh, the, the end of the cigarette, so your first few puffs get you off quicker and get you, you know, that that nicotine hit quicker. Wow! So it's all very deliberate. It's all it's all on purpose because they like to sell smokes. They're well, making a lot of money off they this stuff. They really are, yeah. So much so that, this is another startling stat, 50% of people that have had uh, surgery for lung cancer start smoking again after their surgery. Yeah,
2: I've known a couple people uh, who, not lung cancer, but like uh, heart attacks, um, major coronary bypass surgery, right. um, who still smoke, and it's... I, I guess that is kind of, that's either a, a testament to their, their stupidity or, you know, the, the addictiveness of yeah, smoking.
0: The power of smoking. So, yeah. this is kind of a downer for you probably and others. Well, what am I supposed to do, Chuck? Well, you're supposed to quit. So, maybe we should talk about that.
2: All right. I guess we can. That's <laughs> fine. More I've got a couple thing, minutes.
0: Uh, this brings us to the article I wrote Is Quitting Smoking Contagious? And it turns out it sort of is. By contagious, we mean it's much, much easier to stop if you do it with a partner. Maybe you've stayed in an Airbnb before and thought to yourself, this actually seems pretty doable. Maybe my place could be an Airbnb. It could be as simple as starting with a spare room or your whole place when you're away. You could be sitting on an Airbnb and not even know it. Maybe there's a big tournament in town and lots of fans will be visiting. You could Airbnb your home or extra room and make some extra money while people are in town. Whether you could use extra money to cover some bills or for something a little more fun, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash Okay. All right. So, so let's talk about that. All right. Let's do. Uh, there's a few little stats here we could talk about too. Men uh, generally, have a, a gen- generally have a 7% higher uh, likelihood of quitting smoking than women. Why? So you've got that on your side. They don't really know. They think one reason might be because uh, a lot of times there's weight gain associated with quitting. Oh, yeah. And that women might be a little more yeah. uh, bashful about putting on some pounds than men are. I got gotcha. you. Um, and it's uh, a lot of it has to do with genetics, too. You're talking about the nicotine receptors in your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a receptor gene called, this is exciting, it's called CHRNA5. Oh, of course. And uh, if you have this gene in your body, you're born with it, you're more likely to enjoy that very first cigarette you ever have.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. So you're involved. more likely than by, by extension to be addicted. Yeah, and to, be
0: a, to continue smoking, basically. Wow. Gotcha. So genetics are involved your uh, sex is involved um mental illness this is kind of interesting 75 to 95 uh 75 to 90% of uh schizophrenics are smokers
2: really well that's funny because um they were hoping to use uh, uh chavics to treat Chantips. schizophrenia
1: yeah
0: that's okay thanks uh, you know that is interesting because bipolar disorder, sixty to seventy percent, and alcoholics, eighty percent of alcoholics smoke too. So.
2: Again, though, that falls in line with that K State study that you uh-huh. know it's it's smoking and drinking alcohol, smoking and drinking coffee, smoking and food. We derive pleasure from all these, and it's like the this it's like um, you know putting the, uh, the 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 whipped cream on the ice cream, right? With, with, when you have a cigarette, it's just eating vanilla ice cream, but then hey, you've got the uh, the whipped cream on top. It's even right better you it's know even better it's kind of like that
0: so what they've learned is that there was this big study I know that you'd love this study the Farmington Heart study I love this study it's enormous it's sweeping this is what a study should be like 21 years what twelve thousand 12,000 residents yeah. of Farmington Massachusetts were studied over a 32 year period I mean that is you're, you're talking about some really a really good data significant here. data yes yeah it's really cool so they studied all these people and uh, it's a heart study so it wasn't just for smoking it's just about the heart in general okay but um, about 5,000 out of these 12,000 are smokers, which, which
2: which they define by smoking more than one cigarette every day.
0: Yeah, which is a little high actually. Only about 24% of the population in the United States smokes now. Really? Yeah, that's so on the high side. I'm part of a dying breed, aren't I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, very very literally. Literally. So uh, they studied these folks, and they found they what they basically did was they uh, researched uh, friends and family members and coworkers to get a, uh, a subset of, of connection, basically, people right. who are connected to each other. Right. And what they found were that people that uh, quit smoking, um, whose spouse quit smoking, you're 67% less likely to smoke if your spouse quits.
2: Now, I can understand that, you know, because you're living with somebody. You, you, you they see you other. every day. Uh, yeah, it, but in quite the opposite, you're, you can uh, intimidate your mate out of smoking. If right. they know they're going to get in trouble, there's there's that
0: kind of... Um, exactly. Yeah. Fear, fear-based. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, it extended even further than that. coworkers were 34% less mm-hmm. likely to con- can continue smoking because... I know a lot of times you have your smoke buddies that you go down and have your smoke with. Sure. I'm not naming names, though. No names being named. But um, if that person were to quit, then you're 34% uh, less likely to continue smoking. But
2: don't you think that's a significant drop? I mean, uh, that's 67% For your spouse. to
0: 34%. Well, hopefully that's kind of a good ratio from your spouse to a coworker. I guess, yeah. Uh, close friends, you have a 36% uh, chance of uh, of. Uh, con- continuing smoke and siblings is 25 percent sure so there's they definitely established a link that if you quit smoking with somebody else uh big significant chance that you're going to quit smoking as well
2: well what i found super interesting in 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 this article was that um that you said that the six degrees of separation rule actually applies right so kevin bacon rule exactly yeah um and if if You put it, there's subject A, B, and C, and subject A knows subject B, and subject B knows subject C. Is everyone following this so far? Yes. Okay. Okay. If subject A quits smoking, then subject C is more likely to quit smoking as right. well, even though they don't know each other.
0: Yeah. How? And How? I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't understand that. Does Does they subject B, it?
2: you know, just by knowing subject A carry the triumph of quitting with with him or her to subject C, or what?
0: Maybe so. I don't think that can be explained, but it's it's in the data. I mean, twenty nine percent less likely to continue smoking. Subject C is if subject A quits, even if they don't know each other. Gotcha. I and subject that. D, it extends even farther, 11% chance. That's crazy. So that's four people, three people away.
2: So they, they, they there's a statistical link. They're just not entirely certain what that link is.
0: No. I gotcha. They're not sure what that link is. But what they do know from the study is that uh, just as you enable each other when you smoke, smokers form clusters usually. And when that cluster starts to break up, you'll either be a part of the non-smoking cluster or you'll go off and form a new cluster with new smoking friends.
2: Right, and I can totally understand that. Um just, you know, down in the courtyard, I I know people who I don't see at all anymore sure. because they quit smoking. Or they died. One of the one of the two. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the downer we yeah, know. I, I hadn't it. I hadn't considered that.
0: But the good news is you need to buddy up with somebody, not you. Of course I'd like you to quit, but you out there who are smokers, buddy up with someone. If it's your wife, try it together. You might want to kill each other at first. But uh, it turns out it's much, much easier when you have some support around you. So, uh, Chuck, thanks
2: for all this. Um, sure. As a smoker, my my one real takeaway from this is don't bother smoking anything but the first third of the cigarette because that's where <laughs> right. the pop is. So. Yeah. I'm glad that was your takeaway. It was. I'm going to actually go uh, puff over uh, this whole thing. Right. Chew over it, I mean. Sorry.
0: I'm going to go for a jog.
2: Yeah, well, uh, don't (laughs) you go anywhere. Don't smoke or anything like that. Just stick around for a second to find out which article in practice Chuck thinks is ridiculous. I honestly don't know what it is. Chuck, what what article do you think is ridiculous and what practice, I should say? What practice?
0: It's called noodling. And
2: what is noodling?
0: Noodling is... Best way to say this. Uh, Rural folks um, will go out into a lake, Mm -hmm. they will get into the water, they will reach down underwater with their hands into mud holes Mm -hmm. and let a catfish bite onto their arm mm-hmm. and pull this thing out onto their attached to their limb.
2: Okay, I actually have heard of that. But That is I've heard it called stumping I think or something like that.
0: Well, by any other name is is also a rose. I have no idea, but it's called noodling in this article and it's uh it's ridiculous to me.
2: So uh, why? why, why? I mean, if you can catch a fish without having to spend the money on hook or bait or anything, why not?
0: I, I know we're going to get complaints from noodlers all over the country. I but agree. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that catfish is delish no matter how you catch yeah, it. Yeah, it's frightening maybe more than anything. It reminds me of the scene in Flash Gordon where Timothy Dalton is reaching into that hole. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a good movie. You should see it. All
2: right, well, uh, Go see Flash Gordon, apparently, and uh, be sure to read How Noodling Works on HowStuffWorks.com. Chuck, command you.
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?
3: Zigazoo has made me zigzag.
0: Hey, everyone. The Easter Bunny is coming early this year. That's right. Easter is Sunday, March 31st. And with free in-store pickups, CVS makes it easy to get everything you need for brilliant baskets and happier hunts. You can find delightful toys, Peeps-themed egg decorators, pre-filled Easter eggs packed with goodies, and so much more. So hop to it and get your order fast with free CVS pickup. Visit cvs.com Easter for details.